Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Today, we are going to talk about goblins. Goblins. Gobos. Yep. <laughs> Little gobos. Uh, they are on page 165 and 166 of the Monster Manual. Oh. They are, you know, stereotypical goblins. That's usually in the first couple adventures that happen in a D&D party, you're going to run into some goblins, but how well do you actually know them? I mean, I think pretty well. Well, let's see. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with their stat block and then move into the story. Uh, so goblins are small humanoids okay. that are neutral evil. Oh, just straight out evil. Yep. But neutral about it. Yeah, they're not particularly lawful or chaotic, just out for themselves. Middle of the road evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have an armor class of 15 with only 7 hit points. Oh, it's squishy. Very squishy. Uh, and a speed of 30 feet, so pretty normal. Okay. Um, as far as their individual ability stats go, they're strongest in dexterity, and everything else is pretty average or bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I can, yeah, if you're thinking of them as small little nimble creatures. Yes. Uh, and specifically stealthy, because their only skill is that they have a plus six to, to stealth. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they also have dark vision and a passive perception of nine, which is not good. <laughs> no, that's not. You no. can definitely sneak up on a goblin. Yes, but they are going to be able to see in the dark, which you may or may not, especially if you're playing like level one characters. Okay. Oh yeah, dark vision up to 60 feet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they can speak common and goblin. So you can do what you want with that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I definitely had um, where I've had my players encounter goblins and then had like a language barrier between them. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess what this is saying is that the goblins can make themselves understood to human or yeah, to uh, yeah, people who to speak them. common yeah. if they want to. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they have a challenge rating of one fourth. So, as we said before, extremely squishy. That's almost as low as it goes. Yes. Goblins have a feature called Nimble Escape, which fits in with what we know of them, mm -hmm. uh, where the goblin can take the disengage or hide action as a bonus action on each of its turns. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I can imagine like a goblin uh, running up and attacking and then like kicking someone in the shin <laughs> and running away and hiding, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be, I think, the thing that often is missed with goblins that we will come back to. These are not creatures that are just going to stand there and fight to the death. They're yeah. going to try to get in there, get out. Yeah, goblins have a, a high sense of self-preservation. Yes. Um, as far as actions go, they have both a scimitar and a shortbow that they can use to attack. Uh, they only get plus fours to hit um, and plus twos on their damage. So. They're, they're not the strongest, but they do have both melee weapons and long-range weapons. And they're rolling a, a d6 for, yes. their, for their damage plus their dexterity. Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, so as you're playing goblins, I think the, the thing to note is they are not very strong individually. So goblins, um, if you're using them in your games, it is going to be about the number, the quantity of goblins, not the quality. Um, they're a good one to have waves upon waves if your characters accidentally wipe them out too quickly. You're like, ah, six more goblins pour out of the tunnels. Mm -hmm. uh, ambushes, I think. Yes. So that works in the goblin favor if you think of like the sneakiness mm -hmm. and uh, they want to 
their self-preservation. Yes. They're always going to make sure the odds are in their favor before they do something. Yeah, I think uh, self-preservation is a good term to keep in mind with goblins. They are not going to just run out and die in big heaps. They're going to try to overwhelm players and try to get out of there if they sense that they're not going to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the kind of lore around goblins goes, which is on one, 165 of the Monster Manual, uh, goblins are described as small, black-hearted, selfish humanoids. Uh, they live in caves, abandoned mines, and despoiled dungeons. Uh, so that makes them ideal D&D characters. Mm-hmm. Um, this also specifically mentions that they're individually weak, but they do gather in large groups. So that is where their power comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, they have related beings like hobgoblins and bugbears that are their stronger cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the creatures that often end up as like the warlords or the chieftains of goblin tribes. Yeah, I've definitely seen a few adventures with that kind of dynamic setup already. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a good way to go of, oh, it's five goblins and one hobgoblin or mixing things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Goblins are also just super cute in my book because the next section is called Malicious Glee. (laughs) Uh, They're motivated by greed and malice and they can't help but celebrate the few times they have the upper hand. Uh, They dance, caper with sheer joy when victory is theirs. Um, So I think some of these qualities are why I have definitely played in a couple campaigns where uh, goblins were adopted by the adventuring party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, once you're past a certain level, uh, like player character level, yeah. and goblins just don't pose any kind of threat, the uh, the lean towards adoption is very great. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, some interesting bits that are also mentioned is the fact that goblins tend to festoon their lairs with alarms designed to signal the arrival of intruders. Oh, okay. Uh, and they also have narrow tunnels, bolt holes. Um, this continuing with that theme of goblins are always looking for a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when designing places and locations where goblins are, it's good to keep that in mind that they are going to have some sort of system set up to try to like warn themselves of of intruders and they're going to have a backup plan of how to get away yeah for sure uh and then they also are noted to be uh have an affinity with rats and wolves which i feel like i have seen goblins and wolves but not so much rats oh interesting i don't think i've seen it either actually Mm. well like you know like goblins on wolf wolf riders Lord of the Rings-esque, the wargs oh right yes okay Mm -hmm. i don't think of those things as goblins but i suppose i should yeah Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like that as just kind of flavor that you can always kind of have some rats and wolves in a goblin lair. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Okay. Uh, and then the most uh, unusual thing that I had never heard about was that goblins worship Megubliet. Megwater? <laughs> <laughs> Meg- I'm sorry. Meglubiet. Maglubiet. Maglubiet, the mighty one. Oh. The lord of depths and darkness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and so this is the god of goblinoids, uh, which is pictured as an 11 foot tall battle scarred goblin with black skin and fire erupting from his eyes. Wow. Yeah. Maglubiet. <laughs> Uh, he's worshipped not out of adoration, but fear. And in fact, uh, goblins believe that when they die, their spirits will join in his army, and they don't want that to happen. They fear this. 
Oh, so they want to live as long as possible. Yeah. Which is also really sad. (laughs) (laughs) These poor guys are anticipating, like, an eternity of service to this terrifying warlord. Wow, that that is really good motivation to stay alive. Yes, uh, yes. And I do also like, I don't ever think of goblins as religious creatures. Mm-hmm. So I think that is an interesting way to, to incorporate some of that in there. Like I'm picturing players uh, dressing up as Maguglia and scaring the bejesus <laughs> out of them. Oh man, if we found your next Halloween costume. Yes. Maguglietta. <laughs> Uh, And that is Goblins on pages 165 and 166 of the Monster Manual. Thanks for listening. If you have something you'd like us to cover, email it to rawcatreads at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at rawcatreads.